Fate would like to thank Colart for sponsoring this episode of Positive Space. A longtime supporter of Fate, Colart are the people behind companies such as Windsor & Newton, Liquitex, Conti, Reeves, and a whole host of others. Need an art supply? One of Colart's companies probably covers it. Find out more at colart.com. Welcome to Positive Space, Conversations and Art Foundations, a production of Foundations in Art, Theory and Education, also known as FATE. Positive Space is a podcast providing opportunities for those passionate about art foundations to discuss and promote excellence in the development and teaching of college-level foundations in art studio and art history classes. Welcome to Positive Space. I'm your host, Valerie Powell, and for this episode, we are doing things a little differently. Joining me in real life, sitting in my studio, is designer and educator Anthony Watkins, who is the Associate Professor of Graphic Design in the Department of Art. He's also the Graphic Design Program Coordinator at Sam Houston State University. So welcome, Anthony. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate you coming down the street to to do this. So I'm curious, in terms of your path to becoming a designer, I find it really curious kind of how you meandered into that path. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. uh, Maybe maybe I think the story is is more exciting than it actually is. You know, (laughs) it's um, maybe not the path for everyone. But, um, yeah, so uh, I was... I guess if I go all, all the way back to you know, thinking about when I was when I was a kid, you know, there was there, there was a, a something about making things and and building and, and creating things. I'm not sure I necessarily thought of anything as art or design at the time, but mm-hmm. I liked putting things together. And you know, back uh, back at that time, I guess growing up in the uh, early mid '70s, I suppose. You know, I, I think a lot about bicycles at the time. And, you know, your BMX bikes, that was a really big deal. And I can, yeah. I can remember, you know, looking at, uh, you know, an issue of BMX Action magazine and just dissecting the full-page spread of the two mongoose bicycle, bicycles <laughs> and lo- looking for every little detail thing that was, that was different between each of, the, each of them. And um, so, you know, my friends and I, that's one thing, one thing that we did. And we, we, uh, a friend of mine that, uh, growing up, he actually had like a little, a little barn in his backyard and it was full of bicycle parts. And we would go back there and dig through and, um, hmm. you know, it seemed like a couple times a week we were putting a new bicycle together. Oh, wow. And, you know, I, and I, I loved that. And, uh, I, but I also remember at some point being really sensitive to, um, you know, like the the color of the parts and how things were were, were coming together. Oh, this, really? This, this as a entire kid. assembly, little mm-hmm. hot rod bicycle kind, <laughs> kind of thing. But uh, you know, uh, other than other than that, um, you know, I, back to the building things. You know, playing with with Legos, building things out of dirt and rocks and whatnot mm-hmm. in, in the backyard. I just I I loved doing that, and all through uh, um, you know. School, uh, um, junior high, middle school, high school. I, I took the art classes. I did all of that. Um, 
and uh, which was which was great and it was really fun. But I can't say that I was passionate about say uh, uh, drawing or sculpture or I, uh-huh. I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't see that as a future, something that I was going to do. Yeah, so it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to be an artist, I'm going to I'm going to be a sculptor, I'm going to be a drawer. You just enjoyed it, right. it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the word architecture coming up a few times, maybe oh. conversations with my parents. But um, after, I started playing guitar when I was 11 years old. And I, 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 to me, all those things are, are, are very connected, the, hmm. the creativity. Um, and, and, and again, making things. I, I think that was at least as important to you know who I am as a, an educator and as a designer as the, the, the making things. Mm. Um, again, the, the discipline that was involved in, in, in learning how to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. I was re, you know, really able to develop, I think, some intense focus and practice habits. Mm-hmm. That that really led you know, or, or influenced how I approached things later on. Oh, sure. And and after high school, that I mean that was the thing that was really really important to me. Um, not going to college. Um, so you just wanted to play music, yeah. and you were just gonna yeah. tour the world. Well, yeah, that, take you know, over that's Germany sure, or whatever. Sure, that's always <laughs> the the the, uh, the 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 idea that that would be cool. But uh, I, I got a I got a job working in um, in a music shop. My hometown and working on guitars, and uh, you know, I, I did that. I think it was good that I did that. I remember going to community college at the same time, which was a disaster. Why? Why was that a disaster? Uh, I, just, I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't into it. Mm. And I, I think I, I went because maybe there was a bit of this expectation that that was the next step after high school. So I did, and you know, I, I did. Good. Advice um, you know, to, uh, to to future students: It's a lot easier to bring your GPA down than it is to bring it up. <laughs> I see. I see what what you're saying there. <laughs> but, uh, but so um, all, all of that, you know, it was I don't know, almost like I I woke up one day and decided, hey, I'm ready to go to to, to college now. Like I'm ready to I do this I'm for ready. real. Yeah, I think maybe I was um, maybe I was 23. Mm-hmm. Sounded about right, you know, something, something like that. And I, I was, I, I for, for myself, I was, I was more mature at the time and, and ready to do that. And so I, I went to college, and but once again had nothing to do with design um, or or art whatsoever. Yeah. 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 Well, so what kind of classes did you take in college? Oh, what history, you... political science, sociology. I remember uh, Dr. Pippin, Roland Pippin, great yoga sociologist. And um, kind of a, a, a mentor at the time, and so my my degree, undergraduate degree, is in social science. Oh wow! Um, and this isn't, I guess, necessarily answering your question about how I get to this this kind of thing. But but uh, again, a- after that, um, back into the, the the music world and and playing music, the my, the drummer um, in my band, Aaron Link, uh, who's a, a graphic designer. And I still remember, you know, having lots of conversations with him, and he, he introduced me to what graphic design was because I'm not sure I'd ever said those two words together in mm. order. Uh, just oh, had wow. no idea. But I, I remember one day him saying, "Man, I, I can't wait to get to work tomorrow. I've got this great project I'm working on." I thought, "Wow, I don't know many people that say that." <laughs> right. 
Absolutely. Um, so he, it was sort of like the light bulb going off, and oh wow, where has this been? This I, I, I like something about this. So that led me back to uh, you know, formally um, going back to school, and uh, whenever that was, maybe ninety eight, mm-hmm. and I'd I say that is when I, I started you know, began my journey toward graphic design. Curious, and so then, so then, was was there um, a switch where you thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to get my MFA. I'm, you know, what kind of made you want to do that? Because I'm, you know, you don't have to have an MFA to do really anything, yeah. a lot of things, yeah. many things. But um, so, so, what made you want to continue with school? Well, you know, I, 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 I knew that I, I, I wasn't prepared to like build out a, a course or a plan for myself to become a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. So I just thought. Okay, I'm going to go back to you know the the academy and um, and and let them help me do this. Uh, but since I already had an undergraduate degree, it made sense to me. I, well, I don't want another undergraduate degree, so I pursued the, an MA. Degree, oh, okay. Which required me to go back and take a lot of the undergraduate courses. Oh, sure. But for mm-hmm. whatever reason, it just made I, I like the idea of having the, the master's degree mm-hmm. you know, instead of a, a, a second undergraduate degree. Not sure necessarily that was the best decision, but that was my decision at the time. So in, in doing so, I was uh, eventually able to earn um, an, uh, an assistantship at the institution and helping one of my, my professors uh Clyde Downs, um, sort of put me in a position where I was a bit of an intermediary, I guess, between mm. the, the teacher, the faculty, the professors, mm-hmm. and the students. And I was able to start um, you know, thinking about and, and creating um, assignments and delivering those some of those assignments. And I wouldn't say necessarily delivering lectures, but you know, talking to students uh, as a as a body, um, yeah. From from that kind of position, and it it, it felt kind of good. Or it it, it it was never my goal. Hey, I'm going to go to college, go to graduate school, and I'm going to become you know a, a professor. Mm-hmm. Never, you know. I, I, I mean, um, I, I'm sure I could still meet plenty of. of friends from high school and undergraduate school that would just be shocked that that's actually what I do. <laughs> but I guess along that way and having that experience, I started to think, well, you know, maybe, maybe I should think about this. You know, mm-hmm. this is something I, I, I kind of enjoy. And maybe the years of, of performance um, as, a, as, the, as a musician, I, I think, kind of helped me and made me comfortable um, uh, in a way that I, I know some other people have difficulty with. And um, so... So I, I guess going through that process, I, I discovered about the, what an MFA was and the, the value of it if I decided I wanted to go on and, and teach. So that's, that's kind of when I decided, probably right around 2000, yeah, I think I might do this. I'm used to being sort of poor at the moment, not mm-hmm. a lot of money. <laughs> um, so I think maybe I should just go and, and do that right now while I know that I'm able to do this. That, that's sort of how I ended up deciding to pursue the MFA. So you got your MA at Northwestern? Yeah, Northwestern State University um, of, in, in Louisiana. In Louisiana. And then you got your MFA at University of Tennessee. In Knoxville, yes. And you're wearing a University of Tennessee t-shirt currently. I have to be right now. Yeah. You are representing. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Com- completely unplanned. Well, perhaps. So, so you... 
get into this graphic design thing, and then after your MFA, you worked at a design firm, correct? Yes. I'm just going to ask you true or false questions for the rest of this interview. <laughs> just, just kidding. So, so in terms of because you know, obviously, I'm I'm not a designer, and so I'm I'm curious because I know a lot of folks are listening. They might they might be designers, they might be artists, they might be creative folks in general, and and so like, how do you feel being a designer? Is any different than being a artist? Are, are those things really similar? Do you feel like there's a lot of overlap? Do you feel like there's commonalities? Well, I, I, I consider myself a, a, a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really refer to myself as, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think there are uh, there are differences, and you know, it's it, it's not meant to be you know, a, a, a criticism of, sure. of, of being an artist. I, I just I, I feel that the objectives and responsibilities are, are generally just different. I recognize that there are areas mm-hmm. where things get really close and and perhaps kind of kind of overlap, but um, you know, we as a designer, I have a responsibility of, of communicating. Whatever, you know, what it is that that my my client needs to communicate. Now, that, that doesn't mean necessarily that just for people that don't, that I guess, don't do this. It doesn't mean that the client says, "Hey, here's what uh, what I want to, to to do. Go make it look nice." You know, it's it's definitely a, 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 a relationship. But there is a, an objective and a responsibility. Okay, we need to tell people about this uh, event, um, the, this concern, this item or object or service or whatever. And, and I need to be able to do that successfully. And so it, it's not necessarily or, or of importance how... Um, Gosh, what am, I, what am I trying to say here? I, I mean, it, it's it's certainly it's not about expressing myself or my likes or preferences or dislikes. You know, it's uh, it, it's and, and those things are, are not they're, they're not satisfactory explanations of why I would create a piece of work. I like this. I like that color. I, I, I like this typeface. Um, it, it either is appropriate and, and it works, or or it or it, or it doesn't. So I, I, I think there's a bit of a a, a difference in the, the, the I guess the overall approach. And it seems like the audience is not the same, or there's not the same kind of relationship. Whereas I can make something and you know think of all my feelings or whatever, and um, and have all my preferences and all the things that I want to say. But if I was a designer, I would have a client that I would need to solve their problem. It's not my problem, right? Right. Yeah, and, um, I, I think that's that's it. I mean, you use the word feelings, and I, I, you know, I, I, I certainly I, I don't want to to sound like oh all 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 art all artists are the same, but. As a designer, I have to be really. We have to be really careful uh, about inserting our our emotions, our our feelings about uh, about things into our work, because that's uh, it's it's not about it's not about me. 
Now, now that being said, you know, I'm certainly invested in, in my work, and designers, I think, love the work that, you, that they do. It does feel like something that, I, you know, it, in, in a way, you know, I, 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 I helped or I, I, I built this thing that, right. that didn't exist to, to serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's very satisfying, and, mm-hmm. and frequently it can be something that's, uh, you know, uh, that it, it, it could be beautiful or just somehow you know, constructed in a, in a wonderful, thoughtful, you know, interesting way and frequently visually you know, interesting. So those, those things are still there, but in service of, 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 of doing the, the job and not, not, not telling people how I feel about something. Or what you're concerned about or whatever the perspective is. Because, I mean, I used emotions. It doesn't necessarily. But, yeah, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And, and so then the process of designing. And, there, of course, just like art, I mean, there's, there's so many things that a designer can design, you know. And, and so how do you go about that creative process of problem solving? Um, so you, I guess, would meet with a client, right? And then what does that look like? Sure. I, I mean, I, I think all of you know, my the, the work that that I think is good it, it comes from good relationships with with my clients. You know, I, I really consider my, my clients really become my friends, and uh, there's there's a high degree of, of of trust. Now, now that doesn't just happen because I set foot in the door. You know, hey, I'm whatever. I'm the designer or the professor person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that that's that's a nice introduction, mm-hmm. but once but you still have to earn their their trust. So uh, I, I the past few years, I, you know, we, we live in a kind of a smaller town, but um, I have a lot of clients that are in you know, the the restaurant business, and I've learned a, my goodness a tremendous amount about that because they're they're the experts at that. And I, 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 it's helpful for certainly. Well, not just helpful, but you know, imperative that I, I need to know kind of what their mm-hmm. challenges are, what they're going through, what they're trying to to overcome, or if they're trying to grow, or um, who they're trying to communicate with, and mm-hmm. how they see themselves. Who are they? And by the idea of the brand, but they 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 are a, a brand, and and what is it? Sometimes, you know, it's a process of me learning about them and who they are, but also, I think, in, in, in the best relationships, they, they learn more about themselves and who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and I notice that, you know, as, as, as time goes on, um, I, can, I can hear them talking about things in a little bit of a different way than they did previously. And that's great, and that's very satisfying, because I think they're, they're, they start to, uh, to recognize the, the value and the importance of, of, of what a, um, a, a creative partner um, mm-hmm. can, can do for them. And of course, like I said, I have to learn about what they do and have really become to, uh, come to appreciate um, the, the, uh, you know, how, how difficult um, some of those, uh, their, their jobs are. So I guess that that's where everything starts, and and then trying to to discover okay what's what's the right way to do this, and it could be aesthetically, but uh, but language as well. I'm not a trained copywriter, but I like to write, 
I uh-huh. like to write copy. I, 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 I like to try to, to capture that, that correct tone of voice for the place, for the client, mm-hmm. and put all those things together. I, I, think, I think designers that enjoy writing and, and, uh, and, and thinking about crafting language are, are, are better designers because um, they're aware of that, they're sensitive to it, that it's part of the entire ensemble. And that's curious because I, I hadn't thought about it in that way in terms of, so so you're meeting with a client and you would go to their place, right? And their pub or their bar or their whatever it is. And so you're in their space. And so then that would give you an opportunity to, to sort of look around and see, see what the vibe is. And as they're telling you what what they're about or who they are, what they need, it, it would make sense that that would give you a more clear perspective sure. what you can do. Sure. I, I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I think it, if, if someone just randomly contacted me from, you know, whatever, you know, a small town in Idaho, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I could design, you know, they sent me their, their menu. I'm sure I could design the menu and, and get that job done and you would be able to understand it and would be organized. But it might be a bit difficult for me to, to really try to, to capture and build into that something about them, who they really are. And, you know, I, I think it's, those are, that, that, that's, that's part of you know, what we, I guess we talk about, the, the research process mm-hmm. um, you know, of design. And certainly part of that is, is learning you know, about what the subject is, who the client is. Because we, we, want, we want our work to be an accurate, as much as possible, yeah. portrayal. And, and it seems like being in the space is pretty important to that process in terms of research. And, and so, so you go to their place and you experience and you hear about what they want and what they need. And then you go back to your office and then you do you sketch, do you play the guitar do you take notes I mean are you like how does it how does it go from these kind of collaborative conversations to to a thing yeah um, it, it's not always the same but yes it, it, sometimes it's it, it, it's sketching and it, it, it might depend a bit on what exactly I'm doing or I'm starting with if if I'm beginning to, to work on an entire identity, that mm-hmm. might include a, a logo, a mark of, of some sort. Then, that 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 sketching ideation process is going to be a part of that. If I'm starting with the menu, that's not going to be as important to me. To mm-hmm. But there's still going to be an investigation process to you know, where I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, okay, you know, what is the right you know, the kind of visual tone? You know, is, is it something that is that, that maybe has a, a you know, classic antique quality? Is it very modern and contemporary and, and spacious? You know, is it is it you know, uh, boisterous? You know, loud? You know, maybe it's you know, like, uh, um, you know, the small town, you know, uh, good old boy kind of yeah kind of, um, kind of vibe and. So, you know, deciding how I'm going to put all of those elements together, um, you know, is it, is it rough? Is it, is it rustic? What kind of uh, materials am I going to use? And, and, and then looking at the actual content and subject matter that I have to work with very frequently will, will you know, dictate a lot of those decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, is it something that's, that's very, very dense? 
um, or is it you know open and spacious and something that allows for a lot of freedom and playfulness and how mm. putting it together? So I, I guess all of those those are all things. The budget that's involved. How is it going to be? Yeah. Um, and, I, I, and some of those challenges are actually really, really fun to, to, to solve, um, you know, working around some of those limitations. And very frequently, we do. There, there are a lot of limitations that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that I have to consider. So, so anyway, that, that, that's, and there, there's always a bit of trial and error. I, I usually don't bring a client, hey, you know, here, here are five different options. I, 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 I'm usually able to, to settle on a direction mm-hmm. that, that I think is, is appropriate and, and going to be successful. And more times than, than not, that's, uh, that, that's, um, that's, that's worked. That's worked for the, for the clients. It's, it's so curious to me that, you know, you have all this, all this process, and then it seems to me so risky to then just have this one thing that you take to them, and then what if they don't like it at all? What if they're like, you know, oh, it has to be orange, it can't be purple, or is there anything that's, that's, that's occurred or, or that's made you think, wow, like, I have to start all over? I mean, has there ever been starting all over? Um, yeah, I guess there has been. I, 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 you know, I have to recognize that I, I, the more that I do this, um, the better I become. And you know, again, you know, that's uh, the, the involvement there. Of uh, it, it's it's. Let me be clear. It's not necessarily like I I, I go in, I, I talk to a client for a few minutes, and I leave, and magically I create this wonderful thing that I bring back to them. Um, there, there's a lot more interaction. Sure. There, you know, there there's probably going to be conversation along the way while I'm working on on something to, mm-hmm. to make sure we're we're all on the same page. It, you know, I may be introducing them elements of the design to them uh, along the way, just to mm-hmm. get a, a feel to make sure that uh, that that we're we're on the right path. But um, yeah, I, I guess it has happened. You know, where someone has, has said, "Well, that's just that's not at all it, not at all what what we were expecting." Um, and you, you regroup or you go another way or, and sometimes that's, it just hasn't worked and that's been the end of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wasn't it all they, and sometimes that's because the, the direction that, that they want to go on occasion, I, I just might think that's the wrong direction to go. And I, I, I'm, I, luckily I'm in the position where, um, I, I, I can say no. I, I don't think that's going to be a good investment of your time or money or mine mm-hmm. uh, to get to a, a, a result that um, that's that I don't think is going to be satisfying. Mm. Um, so you know, there there is that. Just you know, just because they're they're going to um, pay pay me doesn't mean that I'm I'm going to do it. Right. Well, and it's you know the way that you're talking about it reminds me a lot of collaborating when I am across the street at wash and I'm, I'm working with, with the folks over there and, and there's so much communication and there's so much yielding and you have to make sure you're hearing things correctly. And, and you have to go back and say, well, is this, is this what you meant? Cause this is what I thought you said. And I don't know, is that right? And, and, and it seems like there's so much of, of that kind of skill set that's so important about what you do. 
did you learn how to do that? I mean, like, like, is that something that as a, as a designer that you had to take a class on how to, how to not be a jerk like, and how to, how to, how to, you know. Well, I probably should have. <laughs> well. uh, you know, I, I, I don't know uh, where, where, where that comes from, but I think back to, uh, when when I worked uh, when I, I was in, involved in the in, in music in the music business and I worked for several years um, at a couple of, uh, of of music stores you know the kind of store they they sell guitars pianos drums all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I worked sales you know during college and summers I worked sales at a you know a car audio you know now the thing is I was I was very interested in in all of those things. I would say I was, I was pretty knowledgeable mm-hmm. about what I was doing, mm-hmm. and, um, and I, I felt that that was important if I was going to be making a recommendation and working with someone that uh, they're going to spend their hard-earned money on on something. So I, maybe maybe that sales experience and having those kinds of back and forth communications. And, and look, if somebody's listening to this, and they're, 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 um, I, I totally understand if, if they're, they're thinking, oh, wait a minute, this is a sales kind of, it's a sales job. Well, in a way, um, everything is. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, it, it, sales is also a, 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 about a, a relationship. And you know, maybe you can, you can maybe sell somebody something once, but if, if it's a disappointment, to them, you're going to have a hard time getting that, that second sale. There, there is a, a, again a, a type of, of trust, a collaboration, a back and forth, and you know, in, in building a successful enterprise where it's not about just making the sale or making a one-time sale, maybe based on deception of some sort or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. It's about relationships and, and communication. So I would have to think that that those experiences. Make make have made me at least to some degree comfortable going in and saying, "Hey, what's going on? Let's sit down. Let's let's talk about this. Let's let's take a look at the books. Let's see what your problems are. Sure. You know where where do you want to where do you want to go with this? Why and and uh, to to kind of I guess help uh, help spark those relationships. That's so great. I mean, it, it's it seems like such an important skill to have just just as a person, but I think also as someone who's who's trying to solve problems for other people, being able to hear them, being able to um, pay attention and be observant and, and all of those things is uh, really, really, really useful. So as a professor and as a design professor, are there skills that, that you feel like are important for your students to learn that are, you know, maybe not something that we would see in their portfolio? So thinking about collaboration or being able to listen, being teachable, are those important things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I frequently think about attention to detail, and I, I, I don't think that's exactly what you were asking me. But I think that something like that touches on on, on everything, not necessarily you know maybe a, 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 a product or, or physical object or something like that, but um, all aspects of someone's work and, and mm-hmm. how, they, how they approach their work. But 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 maybe more. To, to your to your question, uh, being able to explain yourself and your ideas to others, and and frequently 
um, a lot of others mm-hmm. at once. Uh, so so uh, it, it's it's very interesting. You know, um, and, and frequently, students will have um, a lot of difficulty getting in up getting up in front of their 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 peers mm-hmm. and doing a presentation. And I I, I understand that. Um, that some of them are just terrified. Mm. And you, you can see it. Sure, sure. Um, you can see them physically, uh, you know, oh my gosh, I'm about to have to get up and, and, and in front of 14 people mm. and tell them about something. Yeah. Even though I've been sitting in this room and hanging out with these people for two months, it's it, now this is, things are getting real. This yeah. Is, this is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to be able to do that. And, and um, so... I and, I and my colleagues, we do. We ask them to do that. And you know what? Uh, the, the, the first time, maybe it's awful. But the third time, it's better. And the fourth time, it's a little bit better. Mm. By the time they do it six or seven times, it's like, yeah, piece of cake. They've done this. They know how to do it. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, those are, that, that, that is nice because that's, that's one of those things that you can look back and say, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that student. And by the time they were a senior... I mean, they were the they, they had the best delivery, and the, you know they did the the, the most homework to make things mm. to, to make sure that they had everything in order, mm-hmm. and they were good at it. So I, I, I think that's something. That's uh, that, absolutely that's, that's hard, but well, yeah, and and I and I think about what you said about playing an instrument and just that rigor and that habit and that you know being in your room and just practicing and practicing and and it seems like like that's something that you value in wanting everyone in your classroom to sort of be part of that habit not necessarily playing an instrument of course but of you know problem solving yeah yeah Yeah, well yes and what 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 playing guitar taught me is that I can look back at one point and say, ah, I clearly remember I could not do this, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. In my case, uh, it was a song, Barracuda, by heart. Nice. And it was this little riff. Anyway, uh, any guitar players out there, they know, they know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I clearly remember when I could not play that. And practicing and practicing and practicing... And some point after that, and right now I don't remember if it if it took me weeks or months or whatever to, to learn how to do that. I and then at some point I could do it without even thinking about it. It's just like nothing. It, it, and so that that has always been, been been something that that I've been aware of. Okay, mm-hmm. practice, practice. And I, I think sometimes. Um, not just students, but people in, in, in general. Wait a minute, you know, I'm not good at that. I don't want to do that. That reflects poorly on me because I can't automatically do something really, really well or as well as the person next to me. Now, you don't know what the background of the person next to you is, mm-hmm. and their experiences, and what they practice. Mm-hmm. And but, but I know that there are uh, there are things that you can work on and things that you can practice, and that idea of, of repetition. And same with doing design work. I tell students all the time, you know, I, when I got started with this, I had to do a lot of bad work. And mm-hmm. I did. I was successful <laughs> doing a lot of bad work. Um, and, but it's practice. And I, I think you have to do those things, certainly to get better at something technically, yeah. but also to be, to, to, to be able to recognize, ah, this is bad. This is good. 
to differentiate. Sometimes when you're very new to something, everything seems kind of wonderful and magical. When you do something 1% better, it's like, oh my gosh, that was tremendous. Now, once once you're doing something uh, you know, 98% better, you look back and that 1% almost seems silly. But it's still a process. Sure. And and you want to participate in that process and encourage folks in your classroom to be, be a part of that. So you've been a professor now for... How many years? Oh, years. Is that right? 2006 is when I officially got my first um, job, teaching job. Teaching job. Wow, okay. So, and you have tenure here um, as an associate professor, and you are the currently the, the Senate chair-elect. Correct. And, um, and in the fall, you'll, you'll be the the Senate chair. And I, you know, I'm curious about faculty Senate and just, just sort of the things that you've seen in higher education or, or sort of your, your perspective of how, how things are going and what are the things that you maybe noticed over, over the course of time that's maybe changed or that you've observed in terms of trends or... So I guess we're not, we're not specifically talking about art or design here. Just Not necessarily. We it, it could it could be. I mean, it could be the fact that perhaps it could involve art and design. Perhaps it could involve any creative field, or or maybe they're just you know maybe things that that you've noticed. Because and and perhaps I'm I'm being uh, like whimsical and thinking, wow. Well, once once someone has tenure and they've been you know teaching for a while and they have all this you know experience that that there's this you know, intense amount of wisdom that just sort of like flows into your mind or that you have a, a really unique perspective that maybe newer faculty don't have. I'm just curious about that. Um, you know, it, it's uh, certainly achieving tenure was, was satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, well, Certainly better than, than being denied. Sure. Uh, I, I, I can't say that it was a, like a magical thing, mm-hmm. though. And, and I, I, I can't assume that it's the same for, for everyone um, in different areas e- either. Um, that's one thing I've, I've learned on, on Senate. While there are certainly a lot of, of, of similarities and things that... Uh, that I may, uh, or, or that we may share in common mm-hmm. you know, with, with with criminal justice or, or business. Uh, there are a lot of things that are very different too, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think we have to recognize and you know and, and appreciate the, that those things, and at least just keep in mind that everything is not universal across the institution mm-hmm. and done the same way mm-hmm. in one area or one college or one department. Um, there there is a lot of variation. Sometimes that's problematic. Um, uh, but I, so I, I guess let me before I get too far down that, that path to maybe kind of bring it back to the, the experience of, of 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 earning tenure and going through that that process. You know, there 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 are a lot of things that that happen along the way that are, are just going to be surprising that you can't really be prepared for or could mm-hmm. not have expected. Sometimes they come out of nowhere. Sometimes you are just 
mistaken because you assumed things were going to be one way, mm-hmm. and they're just not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the institution can be, in a way, kind of like an organism, and all of the organisms are not the same. Sure. You know, maybe you went to grad school somewhere, or you know, you spent two or three years at an institution, like I did, before, mm-hmm. um, uh, before coming to, to Sam Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's different. Um, some ways, you know, positive. Some ways, you know, negative. You know, grass is always greener. Well, sure, that. sure. I mean, and I, I think it makes sense that in, in any job, right, that there's hierarchy, there's politics, there's, you know, um, things that are working really well, things that could be improved, and um, and having to, like, shift gears and, and be flexible, I guess. Sort of expect that change seems like an important aspect of being successful as as a professor. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I, and I feel like my, my previous answer here to, just didn't really say anything or, or provide anything useful. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that our conversation about um, communication and collaboration um, not only with clients or among faculty or, you know, or, or, or faculty and students, mm-hmm. um, but you know within you know as, a, as uh, with within the university, mm. you know, with with colleagues and administrators, um, those things are as you can imagine are, are certainly mm-hmm. important there. But um, you know I I, uh, I, I think. Um, Coming in, um, again, my previous institution, and then when I came here to, to Sam Houston State University, you know, the, like, coming in the door with a sense of, hey, here's, here's things that are important. Here's what I want to do. I want to, I want to come in and get, get off to a fast start. And I do not want to, I, 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 I don't want to discourage anybody and say, and say don't do that, because I, I think that kind of initiative and enthusiasm is important, and we have to have that kind of thing yeah. in, the, you know, in the academy. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I think it, it can be difficult in that you be careful about sort of picking your battles and, and maybe not trying to change um, too many things at, at one time. I've, mm. I've seen that that can really get away from people. Um, because ne- next thing you know, you've created this you know, kind of kind of situation where you, know, you, you have a, 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 you're involved in a lot of unpredictable circumstances, and that you you don't know where something's going to lead um, mm-hmm. because you, know, you you've 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 suddenly decided to change a lot of things without you know, maybe maybe knowing why something was done a specific way previously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think you know we have to be thoughtful. Uh, about those things, and and look, a lot of times, a lot of stuff needs to be changed. So again, I'm not saying, hey, temper that and come in, you know, yeah, just chill out, yeah, and, and you know, be be really cur- you know, um, just nice to everybody and don't make any waves. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. Sometimes that has to be done, um, but uh, but you have to be careful that you don't make too many waves. Sure. Um, and where you're going to make it really difficult on, on yourself. Right. Not just saying from a, a personal perspective. Oh wait, you know someone's getting out of hand over there. Um, just creating things that maybe uh, uh, maybe you weren't prepared to take on and didn't foresee. Right. Right. I don't well, know if that makes no, it totally, totally does, and 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 I think it it really connects really well to what you were talking about in terms of your clients. You know, you're not going to walk into the you know the draft bar or whatever and say, hey. 
listen up, I'm here to save your life and here's what you need to do and you're going to change this, this, and this without even like hearing what they want or what they need or what they value or who they are, you know? And and I think it's about, it sounds like it's it's a lot more about paying attention and being observant and also, like you said, choosing choosing your battles. Do you have any advice for anyone who might be listening? Any tips? I mean, because I would imagine that being in... Faculty Senate has been, um, you know, a huge experience in terms of learning and observing and growing. Like you said, hearing other perspectives from from other other folks across campus, right? You know, that that are not in, in art or design. Do you think that's something that uh, you know, if, if somebody wanted to get involved or wanted to get interested in that on on their campus, or, do you have any tips for that, or do you? Is there a way that that you think is smart to, to go about seeking leadership? Well, that's tough, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I, sort of, I, I sort of stumbled into the faculty. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, there, there's no shortage of service opportunities. <laughs> of service opportunities um, yeah, at any at, institution. At, at, at the university. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a watch out, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll find yourself on, you know, 40... You know, uh, committees, but uh, you know, uh, you you can you can certainly um, pick and choose a, a lot of those opportunities and things mm-hmm. to get involved with that, mm-hmm. that maybe are important to you, um, and, you know, to to uh, make an effort to affect change somehow at the university. Uh, you know, I, I, again, that that kind of um, you know. Relationship building aspect is is important. You know, mm-hmm. because if you're participating in something and you're making a contribution, um, sometimes it takes a while, but, but people recognize you know when 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 someone is I think making a, a sincere effort to to move things forward, uh, you know, to to make a contribution. And um, you know, like I said, maybe maybe it takes a little while, but but those things have a way of kind of circling back around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, it reminds me, you came to to one of my classes years ago, I think, and um, and spoke to our students um, in WASH, and we're talking about graphic design, you know, and what is graphic design and all of this. And I, I don't remember if a student asked a question or if you just said, you know, there are really two things that you need to do that, that, that matter in terms of having a job and being a successful graphic designer. And I, do you remember what they were? Well, I, it was that that you know, to be a successful graphic designer, the only two things that matter are your your book, your portfolio, uh-huh. and whether or not you're an asshole. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's really probably true for being a good colleague, <laughs> and and in some way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah nobody, I, I, no one's ever asked me what my GPA was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's so funny because it seems like. And I don't know if it's like this for you, but when I have questions about a grade, it's it's not usually about a comment that I made on the on the grade sheet. It's usually about the number, you know, and why isn't it four points or three points this direction or that? It's about the grade. And how how do you feel like you can instill that, you know, in terms of of course the grade's important and yes, being assessed is valuable, but at the end of the day, the the, the GPA isn't going to get them a job at, at whatever place. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. That's, I don't know, I, I don't know how to, how to tell someone you know, how, how to do that, how to mm-hmm. instill that. 
but I, I do think, uh, and I, I do believe that that students they that they they test you they they test you a lot as well they should and but but they I also think they they can recognize when something is real when something is sincere when when something is being done for maybe a long term or a greater purpose than uh, than something at that moment or getting through a conversation or perhaps an uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. that there's a there's kind of an end goal to, to, to get somewhere that maybe they don't know necessarily where that that, that, that place is yet mm-hmm. anyway I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is is in a way um, being honest and, and sticking to your guns with with something um, you know if if a student is not improving in an area or they've done work that is at best adequate, I need to tell them that even though they're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what's what's the alternative? I, and, and look, everyone has, I, I think, has a different way of, of, um, of their, how they teach, their behavior, their personality um, in, in the classroom. And I have mine. And I joke a lot, and but I'm very serious a, a, a lot as well. And those two things can exist, you know, in in the same space. And I can bounce back and forth from one to the other. Mm-hmm. But I think my my you know I, I think students are able to recognize. All right, this is good. We're having a, we're having a good time, but this stuff is is also very serious and very important. And you know, kind of setting the the level of expectations higher than what students are comfortable with mm-hmm. I think I, I think is important I, I, I know there have been students that that had some you know natural ability and that were talented um, but maybe didn't really move past that because maybe they could get away with just kind of relying on what they've done before um, as opposed to some other you know other students where the challenges were were great and they weren't quite mm-hmm. able to reach them or, or meet the bar, uh, uh, but 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 they they but they keep working toward that, you know, to, to get there. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. I don't know if that's the best way to explain that or, or not. I think it completely makes sense. I mean, this idea that they're expecting maybe to just sort of skate by and not not because they're awful people or, you know, whatever. I mean, I think maybe that's that's human nature. If something's worked for you in the past or worked in high school or worked in a, another situation, then you come into this new situation and you're going to sort of try, try to figure out what are the rules and what can I do and what does this professor expect? And are they going to are they going to be honest with me? I mean, I think that's that's a huge thing because I think as as a faculty member, you know, it'd probably be really easy. I'd have a lot more free time if I could just give everyone a hundred on every project I've ever done and just give them a bunch of smiley faces and high fives and the whole thing. Um, but I would be doing them a terrible disservice. Um, and at the end of the day, I think they'd probably figure out that I was just sort of not being authentic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's I think there's there's such a challenge in in kind of figuring out how to navigate that. And, and so in terms of, of your design projects, which which I want to talk about, 
you know, how do you think or, or why is foundations, that first year experience, why or how is, is foundations important for your design students? Well, you know, I, I know, I mean, it's, it, it, it's a tough job. And, you know, for I know programs such as, as ours and, and uh, you know, what, the, the, what you're involved with, I, I mean, you have students from four different areas mm-hmm. that, that are very different from one another in a lot of ways. Trying to impart, well, working practices and, and, and knowledge that is, is hopefully going to be useful across all of them, looking mm-hmm. for what are, what are the, the, the maybe commonalities. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Working with space, working with color, working with, with form. Mm-hmm. So I, obviously, regardless of how that's handled, those things are, are important and, and have to be introduced. You know, in, in our graphic design program, there's an expectation that there's going to be a, a familiarity with, with the, those things before they set foot in the classroom because we're not going back and starting over. Right? You know, but, but you ask about maybe you know, what to maybe think about or keep in mind um, for, for someone that I think you asked this mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, designer. yeah. Well, I'll go back to kind of where we started at, early on in the conversation thinking about the, 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 the types of, of projects or uh, the objective mm-hmm. of those. And, and and I don't have, I, I don't have a problem with someone doing a, a, a uh, you know a, a, a project in in another class you know in a, in a foundations class that's very conceptually based that can mm-hmm. be very useful um, or maybe it is a, a project where they're exploring you know some type of uh, a, 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 a personal um, interest or experience mm-hmm. but. I, I, along with those, I think asking people to uh, you know, um, take on an assignment where the objective is the outcome is very specific. Mm-hmm. And this needs to be communicated successfully somehow, mm-hmm. and that could take all kinds of different forms. Of it's, course, it's, it's, you know, in a way, it's a, it's a type of storytelling, mm-hmm. but it's a specific story that that, right. that has to be told, mm-hmm. and the and, and the ending and, and the result. Um, are important because either it works or it doesn't. Yes, and that's really nice. That was lovely. It looks wonderful, but nobody has the slightest idea what it meant. Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe as a piece of, of communication, uh, it, that didn't work very well. So I, I think if that asks me, thinking about that, uh, about being creative in, in that way, could be beneficial. So I'm curious in terms of you talked about communication, you talked about collaboration, and that being an important aspect. For designers, but also really for for all art art folks, how do you introduce students to design firms and exposing them to learning, you know, outside of the traditional classroom space? Uh, okay, so again, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are in a, a similar kind of circumstance. I mean, we're we're in a smaller town. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, we don't have a a, a, a huge. Um, art and design presence in town. Now, for us, we're fortunate in that we're 
little over an hour from Houston and two, two and a half hours from Dallas, and we try to take advantage of those. You know that old saying, well, an expert is someone from out of town. Uh -huh. you know, there's some truth to that, and that, you know, I know that my students, um, after, after a couple of courses, they, they have an idea of what that experience is going to be like, the things that are important to me. Um, how I'm going to evaluate and critique them, the conversations that we're going to have. Right. We do. We have a lot of conversations, and throughout those, they, they, they learn um, the, the things that, 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 uh, that, that I'm going to press them on, that, that I'm going to focus on and, and, and demand that they, that they um, improve um, mm -hmm. or, or address. And, and likewise with my, with my colleagues. Uh, but... Those relationships also are going to get a bit comfortable just because of the, mm -hmm. the frequency sure. in which we engage. So, getting out and and, and and hearing from you know professionals that are out in the field every day and they're they're working. What are their experiences? What does the you know, for our, a lot of our students? What does that environment look like? When mm. we go into this place, mm -hmm. how is it organized? What are the, what are they what are they actually doing? What what are they finished? What's upcoming? Um, how do the conversations sound? Um, what does the the level of work and the the, the amount of, of work look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've kind of told us about some of these things, and a lot of times it's 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 confirmation. <laughs> if we have told them, yeah, but maybe they don't one hundred percent buy it just yet, and then you, mm -hmm. you go out and they're like, and someone says, oh, well, okay, you know, time management, you're going to be working on you know eight different jobs, mm -hmm. nobody's going to be following you around and you know, and checking up on you. Um, you know, so the, the responsibility in, in areas like this, mm -hmm. oh, you know, we uh, typographic perfection is just a given. You're going to have to be an excellent typographer. Okay, all right, yeah, we've been telling them that, but now they're seeing it and they're, they're hearing it. Right. So we, anyway, we try to take advantage of those, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, in, 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 in um, going into Houston, uh, we you know, usually try to visit a range of different studios, mm -hmm. because, like a lot of things. Everything's not the same. Uh, an advertising agency and a smaller design shop or a, an in-house agency are going to be very different mm -hmm. um, in, in, in a lot of ways. So I, I think that's, that's uh, valuable for students to be able to, to see that, experience it, and, and, and talk to those people. Um, certainly, you know, we, we bring visiting designers onto campus to you know, engage the students here kind of on, in, in their territory. But, uh, but, but do a lot of those same things, conversation, portfolio reviews, discussion about, you know, all right, the, right, the, the real world. And, and then when we, uh, you know, when we go to Dallas, and you know, we've, we've been fortunate to take advantage of the going to the National Student Show and conference that DSVC in Dallas puts on every year, which is fantastic, the portfolio reviews, the studio tours. Um, so, you know, our, our students need to see that. Mm -hmm. We're not in a downtown metropolitan area where they can just walk across the street. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. have to make a little, a, a little more effort, or you know, take a, a, a bit more effort to make that happen. Um, but uh, I, I know that those experiences are, are always very valuable in the relationships that, that, uh, that, that come about. You, you sort of like glossed over this a little bit, but I think most of the folks that are hearing this are, are thinking, yeah, of course, that sounds so great. I want to do that in my small town. I want to 
you know, reach out to these other communities and, and find the designers and, and make connections. But that sounds like a lot of work. It sounds really hard. <laughs> I mean, has, I mean, do you have any, um, tips or how, how did, how did you get started doing that? Or how, how did, how did you, did you just blindly call folks or did you have a connection or how did that begin because I think for so many it's like oh I want to do field trips I want to do this and this and this but that's like a sometimes a second job if, if you don't know or if you don't have time well it, it gets a little bit easier after you've done it a, a couple of times and, and okay you know I, I whatever given some advice earlier about maybe a new faculty coming in maybe um, maybe trying to do too many things at the same time. Right. Well, okay. I, then, then start very small. Um, my previous institution was in an even smaller town in uh, northwestern Louisiana. Um, so we we had to travel a bit to to get to a larger town. But I always found shops uh, very responsive. Now, now you, you you certainly can't expect that that anyone's going to be able to drop what they're doing. I mean, it takes mm-hmm. some planning in advance. Um, I would recommend m- months, you know, plan something, you know, you're not going to call someone a-, a week out. But I've, I don't, I'm not sure I've ever had anyone decline, uh, uh, except for just a logistical and, uh, you know, to, to go visit for, you know, 30, 45 minutes or something like that, ask some mm-hmm. questions, see the studio. Uh, so everyone's always been, been really open with that. I, I would, you know, I, I would kind of... Um, scope out uh, four or five places because two or three just aren't going to be able to accommodate you when you need to mm-hmm. uh, uh, on your schedule. And I, I always try to do, um, say when I take students into Houston, to go to three places and just kind of knock all of them out mm. at, at, at once. That makes it easier. Again, logistically, it's a lot more difficult to, to get everyone together to drive in three, four separate times during the semester. So I'll, I'll, I'll set up, uh, you know, two or three appointments if they're close in proximity, which sometimes isn't that difficult to do. Uh, you know, I usually do this by, by email, uh, mm-hmm. so everyone's clear as to what's going on. Right. Uh, nice documentation that works better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and it's uh, allows whoever I'm communicating with, art director, creative mm-hmm. director, the flexibility of communicating um, when they have the time to do it. I can't sure. expect that they're going to, you know, pick up the phone and mm-hmm. talk to me for 45 minutes to try to plan something like this out. You know, I, I admit it's nice for me too. Oh, sure, yeah. I get to get off campus. I go, you know, usually I go in with the with the the, the students. We visit. Maybe we'll go to lunch or something mm-hmm. like that. Kind of make a little bit of an afternoon out of it um, so it's, I mean, it, it's not it, it's not a, a, a tremendous amount of work it's just a little bit of just a little bit of planning planning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you like I said and if you do it you know uh, um, with uh, far enough out which is why I recommended you know at least uh, maybe a, maybe you're planning out a, a semester in advance or a mm-hmm. couple of months yeah. Something like that. That makes it that makes it a lot easier um, to to get everything together. No, that's great. I'm sure that it's like invaluable, you know, to to those to those folks that have a chance to experience that that field trip. I think you you would ask earlier about like like books, and I don't know. I was trying to think about that. And, um, yeah, oh yeah, or, or something. something. Yeah, it like could that. be anything well, that you want to share. Yeah, a resource kind of or yeah. Um, so I, I I jotted down three things. Um, Johannes Itten, the art of color. 
Mm. I remember uh, anything with the word theory in it is intimidating. <laughs> and, and I clearly remember that, you know, when I was, uh, when I first got into this, I was like, color theory, that sounds really intense. Like science I, you know, I don't know. I better stay away from that. You know, I'm going to embarrass or hurt myself. Um, I, it, to me, that was that was the book where I, I think I really kind of taught myself the word, or it taught me what color theory was. Yeah. And so it still has a special place with me, and I, I and I show it to students all the time. Um, all right, here, look, it's really not as complicated as the word theory might suggest. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty neat. So, yeah. All right. Take a look at you know. Take a look at this. So, so that um, Burton Malkiel, a random walk down Wall Street. Oh, didn't expect that one. Yeah, I know. It has nothing to do with architecture design, but it has to do with, with life, and 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 I, I think maybe taking on. I, I thought it was just a, a, a fantastic book, kind of uh, you know, a, a look at hey, taking control of of the financial aspect of, of your life and understanding how some of that some of that works in a in a way that's I, I think I don't know if I would use the word completely conversational, but kind of a down to earth. Oh wow. This makes sense. I can understand mm. this. And the earlier you, you start taking control of, of that kind of thing, um, I, I think uh, I, I think the better. Mm. Um, and so I, I know I've given that book to a couple of, uh, of former students. You know that uh, say, hey, hey, I want you to check this out. So I, I, I really like that. And then uh, I think the last thing that that might be really interesting for students to do. There are there are a number of, of apps that you can get um, to to keep time on mm-hmm. things. I don't mean like a stopwatch, oh. but like a job timer. Oh, I'm not familiar with yeah. that at all. Yeah, so uh, you know, when working as a, as a professional designer in the studio, you, know, you, you, you have to know how much time you spend on something. You oh, know, okay. You say go and design a, a, a logo and get back to me whenever you can. And there's no idea what was involved whatsoever. Uh-huh. And it, you know, so it might be really interesting as you're working on design projects to actually keep time when you are working on those projects. Yeah. Because in you know, as as a professional designer, you are going to do that, and it's it, it, it after a while it becomes really valuable to see. Oh, okay, all right. On on average, working on a a logo type, I, I spend you know, um, you know 19 hours on that. Or huh. designing a menu is forty-one hours. And yeah, so, I'm talking yeah. about kind of an average or something. Well, but no. to see it in that way. And so, how do you see it? Is this an app that's on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I've, got, I've got an app on my phone, and I can enter, you know, a client or or a, a job. Uh-huh. Um, what, well, what, whatever, uh, uh, kids menu. Mm-hmm. version 3 or whatever it is yeah. that I'm working on. And whenever I start working on that thing, I turn on that timer. And oh. when I get done with whatever I'm doing, and, and you can work on it in incre- incrementally. So I can come back tomorrow, work on it for another hour, and it adds it all up. Oh. So you get a picture of, oh, here's what, I've, here's what I've really done. Because I know that can get lost when you're just, you're, you're working on an assignment, bouncing back and forth to one thing or another. Yeah. You really have no idea 
how much of an investment you made in something or how long it's going to take you to do something similar. Oh, my goodness, that's so helpful. I think that'd be helpful in so many things yeah. in life. I mean, in a lot, like, how many hours have I watched right. TV? Or yeah, how if, many... yeah, if, somebody's paying, <laughs> and if somebody's paying you for it, you need to know how much you need to know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. I had no idea that, that that existed in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of, kind of of a neat way to, to see. Mm-hmm. You know, to, uh... Well, have, have you been tracking that for yourself for a long time or just like recently? No, I, I, have you noticed any like trends or anything changed? I, I, I'm not sure. I would say if anything's changed, but I, I, it, it is very helpful. Again, if I'm if I'm estimating a job for mm-hmm. a client, um, now I you know I actually have data that I can go I can look at. Oh, and then if they ask, well, wait a minute, why would that take so long? Or da 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 da, and you can say, well, when I did these different you right. know projects, and right. I da da da, you right. can kind of talk about it that way. Sure, and, and if you're not, I mean, there's a very good chance you're going to underestimate. Okay, yeah, I can do this in eight hours. Oh no, well look, you know, the last three times you did it, it took you you know twenty five hours. Oh, that's incredibly helpful. Yeah. So you are really interested in language and typography as a designer and color and the way that the text is on a page or on a screen. Why? Why is that so exciting to you? Well, what is it about type- typography that is just so, so exciting? Well, I, I, I just, I, it, 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 it's, it can be so, so beautiful and so powerful and so delicate and quiet and, and it can be whatever you want it to be or whatever it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a, it, it's, it's how we've visually decided to communicate, you know, our, our language and, mm-hmm. and to, 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 to communicate with one another in, in that way. And I, I, I think at least making the effort to, 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 um, yeah, to, 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 to use that d- device to it, it, its fullest I mean, it, it can be just striking and beautiful. I mean, how you know how many how much wonderful design work do you do you see out there that is just typographically you know, based? Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. I mean, it's the words, it's the, the, the language, it's it's how that whoever it is you know entity is is it's their voice in print that and they're talking to you. Mm-hmm. And there's content involved. There's real real stuff yeah. that's there. And, and for me, even sometimes, even if it's dry, it, it, I, I still love the challenge of, of trying to make something you know, as typographically just, just perfect as possible. So, I mean, we're talking, you know, sizes and, and utilizing the appropriate gr- grid and organizing it, you know, it could be a, you know, some type of a guide or text or even instructions or something like mm. that. Um, but doing it well where it's almost invisible that it's just done so well that somebody mm. views it and it and it, it um, they 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 just read it and they understand it and they use that information and they're not even thinking necessarily about the typography because it's just it's so transparent. Oh. I don't mean transparent like if you you don't see it. Like you don't see you're it, yeah. Really, you're not thinking about mm-hmm. oh, what is this that I'm reading about? You're you're you're, you're just absorbing and utilizing it. Um, so I, I, I just I, I think every everything about it, it you know the, I mean the the, 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 the history of it you know, it's, it's just it's, it's wonderful and, and obviously you know throughout human history has, has been valuable and of great importance. Yeah, you think about all the things that have been written down and all the things that have been published and all, I mean all the ways in which we've communicated and passed along knowledge or 
stories yeah. or or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and even the te- even the, 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 the tools and the, the, the technical aspect of, mm-hmm. of recording um, letter forms and, and marks um, and where we are right now. Yeah, I mean, even you know, even in, just in comparison to 20, 30 years ago, but wondering, you know, it's it's it's, it's kind of you know, neat to try to imagine. Well, in thirty or forty years. What's what's going to be different? What are graphic designers going to hmm. going to be doing? What are the opportunities and tools that they're going to have to work with? But the, but you know, the typography is, is still going to be a, a you know integral part of that. I mean, I always I, I just say it's the bread and butter of graphic design. It's so foundational that if if you're not successfully able to 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 work with type, you're just going to have real difficulty um, finding success as a as a designer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tony, so sure. much for, for chatting with the Sleepy Dog and myself. <laughs> Sleepy Dog Studio. <laughs> Sleepy Dog Studio. There we go. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We, we appreciate you, and have, have, a, have a wonderful summer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Positive Space. If you're interested in being part of FATE's ongoing conversation about art foundations, visit the FATE website at foundationsart.org. Don't forget the dash between foundations and art. This episode's interview was conducted by Valerie Powell and was engineered and edited by Raymond Gaddy. Our theme music was provided by Lee Rosevere. If you like what you hear on Positive Space, be sure to give us a review at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever it is you find your podcast. Better yet, send us some audio. You can call Positive Space at 904-990-FATE. That's 904-990-3283. You may find your voice on the next episode of Positive Space.